Welcome to the Particularly Packers podcast. Listen in as Bob Dog travels around the football universe in hopes of understanding the madness that we love about the league, particularly the Green Bay Packers. The journey begins now. Go Pack Go! Go Pack Go, baby. Welcome once again to the Particularly Packers podcast. Checking in with you. This is Bob Dog, your host, coming in from San Bernardino, California. Alrighty, so this episode is sponsored by Aaron Rodgers and his drama. Um, latest news is he wants Brian Gutekunst out of town. So when I was talking about it last episode, I said I'd give, give a little rundown, do a little history on Brian Gutekunst because I needed to do the research myself. Been a while since I looked him up, uh, since he got hired basically. Um, so the guy is roughly 48 years old. His dad was a head coach at the University of Minnesota, so... He's got football in his blood, man. He, he probably grew up with that, holding a football. Um, he also has a wife and three daughters. Um, that's probably something that Aaron Rodgers may be a little jealous of. I mean, he has been trying very desperately to get a wife. Um, with that being said, he played two seasons of college football where he sustained a shoulder injury, and that's where he kind of transferred into the coaching side of his career because he became an assistant coach with the same college where he got injured, and he later became a linebacker coach. Nice to hear, but he hasn't drafted no linebackers for us. With that being said, 1995, he got his NFL little uh, chance and when he joined the New Orleans Saints coaching staff to work with the O-line. Um, in 97, he assisted with the, the Green Bay Packers scouting as an intern. Um, in 1998, he became a full-time scouting assistant for the Kansas City Chiefs, and that's where, for the first time, he worked with Mike McCarthy, um, Packer fans, if you don't know him, you must have just jumped on the bus. But welcome aboard either way. Uh, Mike McCarthy was our head coach for like, I don't know, what, three years ago now? Um, he, he He's over there with the Cowboys now, but we don't speak on that. We don't speak on that. All right, so December 30th, 1998, Ron Wolf hired Brian Gutekitz as a college scout. Man, Ron Wolf, man, I miss that name. I remember that was a man when I was growing up. He was a Ted Thompson. He was all that. Well, the Wolf tree is actually Ted Thompson, came from Ron Wolf, John Schneider, John Dorsey. Man, you have all types of people. Reggie McKenzie. I mean, you have all the top, the top NFL, like, big dogs. Their big dogs came from Ron Wolf. So it, that's the man right there, man. We salute you. We salute you. With that being said, um, so yeah, he was hired by Ron Wolf in '98. So he's been with us longer than, longer than Rogers, man. Believe it or not, not many people have, but that's one guy who has. Uh, so he did 13 years scouting before he was promoted to director of scouting, and then director of player personnel in 2016. That's when he basically gets to start moving people around. He's 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 top dog at that point, basically. Um, at that point, Ted Thompson would have been in charge, I believe, uh, the GM. So in 2018, hired Green Bay, the GM, Brian Gutekinds. All right, so from here, this is where it gets, you know, he start begins making our draft picks and going from there. But this is what surprised me was Gutekinds was wanted. He wasn't, you know, he interviewed with San Francisco and he interviewed with Buffalo. San Francisco, most of you will know John Lynch is over there in charge. Yeah, Gutekind's interviewed for that spot. So he wasn't a no-name. We didn't just draft like promote him inside just because he was inside. 
people were well aware of his capabilities when it came to drafting and scouting. So he had a scheduled um, interview the following week. Once we signed him with Houston, he was going to go interview over there. And imagine, I mean, that would be a whole different team had he gone there. Um, the NFL would kind of be different because they, they've been they've been tripping us out over there, man. I feel bad for them Houston fans. But with that being said, back to Brian Gutekunst, man. The guy's he's he's served us, man. He's done his time. He's been in the trenches. He's made bad decisions. He's made good decisions. Aaron Rodgers the same way. Um, let's see. We have Jahir Alexander. I think he's going to be a Hall of Famer. Let me say, I think Jahir Alexander is going to be a Hall of Famer. He was the number one QB in the league possibly last year. I mean, it's debatable. I'd have to really do my research and comparison, but I know he was up there. He was top three. So with that being said, um, he brought us Rashad Gary. Rashad Gary's a man. Um, I have big hopes for that guy. I think that he can be, he definitely can be pro bowler, you know, type quality. Um, he definitely brought in Zadarius and Preston. Uh, we try not to speak about Preston at this point, but he had his good year, man. We give him that. Um, the guy's got, I mean, he, he has potential. I don't know what happened last year, but hopefully he gets back on stride. You know, so we we can't be too mad. There was definitely some flaws there, but, you know, there's definitely, if we look at uh, Aaron Rodgers' history, especially playoff history, there's definitely some flaws there. Oh, that goes back to the Super Bowl game. Um, I don't know why he's mad at Brian Gutekunst when that game was costed us partly by coaching. A lot by coaching. Um, we kicked the field goal. I mean, we gave up that long touchdown right before halftime. I mean, it was a disaster. Coaching-wise, we, we were outcoached. Um, with that being said, Aaron Rodgers had like three possessions right there at the end where the defense came up huge. Thank you, defense. And offense didn't do anything with the ball. So that, you know, I don't know. Aaron Rodgers could have ran that ball in. We all remember that play. I mean, there's so many people to blame besides Brian Gutekunst, that at this point I, I don't really understand. I mean, Aaron Rodgers wants more communication. He wants this. He wants that. He wants to be involved in player protocol, all this stuff. I don't value the quarterback position more than I value the wide receiver position, more than I value the running back position, more than I value Jahir Alexander. Um, with that being said, like I understand he has a ball in his hand more, but ultimately you're a player. You're signing a five-year contract. You're gonna you're gonna play five years. You know I mean, that's how it kind of goes. You signed up. It's not five years if you're happy. I'm gonna do three years, and then if I'm unhappy because you guys are gonna replace me, then you guys hire my replacement. I'm gonna demand a trade. Like this this is a bunch of bafuki, man. This ain't this ain't how it's supposed to go. I understand this is a new age with all this uh, media, and they're covering it and they want to empower the players, but that's not how it goes. Devontae Adams is up for contract year next year. And what he, he if he demands Matt Lafleur out, what are we gonna do? Get Matt, get rid of Matt or Devonte? Is that how it's gonna be for now on? Like, is this how we think we're gonna do some childish stuff like this? Like we can't get along with each other, so either him or me. Like seriously. So with that being said, I heard the Milwaukee Brewers game yesterday that when the Aaron Rodgers commercial came on, that the the crowd started booing. So I know I'm not the only one. I know. Us out there, the Packers strong, man. We know how this goes. We saw Brett Favre. We know, like, you want to be a Packer. If you want to be anywhere else, you're not one of us. Like, let him go. So, with that being said, oh, man, just imagine the possibilities. I mean, we could possibly get three first-round picks for this guy. Three first-round picks. You get a team like Miami over there, 
and you can get two picks next year and one the following year or vice versa. Might even get four first-round picks. They have four to give. I'm not saying you'll get them all, but you could possibly get three and maybe even a second. Who knows? Do you know what that'll do for us? We have Jordan Love. Like We don't need another quarterback. We have Jordan Love. If he's even decent, we have we have a nice squad. It's not that bad. And you give us three picks, first round, oh, man, we'll get another quarterback just for backup, <laughs> just to throw away. Um, who knows? If Jordan Love don't work out, we'll draft a pick next year. We'll trade up. We got so many picks. We'll get one of the top quarterbacks and have another backup. You know, we just, we'll make it work. Um, with that being said, I like our drafting. We usually do pretty good, so pretty confident in Brian Gutekind's, Um And I wasn't. When Brett Favre was on his way out, it was sad. I was pissed when they hired when they drafted Aaron Rodgers. I was like, why? You know, you can get Brett Favre help instead you're drafting the next QB. And, you know, Brett Favre isn't going anywhere right now. With that being said, it all worked out marvelously. And I don't question it anymore. You know what I mean? Like even with Jamal Williams and I, they drafted him in the fourth, I believe they got Aaron Jones in the fifth and they decided to go with Aaron Jones. He provided that spark. I mean, they're, they're doing something right. These guys are drafting correctly. Um, not perfect. Definitely not perfect, but they're pretty, pretty solid. Even Kevin King. I, I, I believed in Kevin King when he was drafted, didn't work out correctly. You know, he's always injured. But I do believe he still has more talent than he showed during that uh, NFC game. Uh, he was caught sleeping. It happens. Um, bad defensive call altogether. He should have had help. It was just, it was all bad. It, we were we were poorly coached that game. That was a bad decision on his part. But we were just that that was it was a debacle. It looked exactly like the San Francisco game the year before. Um, with that being said, we're used to it as Packer fans. We're usually close, but no cigar once again. So trade opportunities, man. You never know. You don't want to leave Aaron Rodgers in the NFC because he will be getting nine wins, ten wins a season. I don't care what team you put him on. You can put him on Cincinnati tomorrow with Mixon. He's gonna kill us. You know he's gonna kill it. He's gonna kill it, man. Anywhere you put him, he's gonna be. He's gonna do good. He's the MVP. He's the beast. We're not going to be able to replace him. Jordan Love is not going to be Aaron Rodgers. We accept that. We're not going to get 16 years with Jordan Love. It's not even realistic. We'll be happy if we get six in there productive. Um, you know, what else? Where else could he go? Uh, the Saints. Uh, they don't have salary space, I don't believe, but they would be beast if they got him, man. I mean, there's so many teams, but you wouldn't want to keep them in the NFC. And you saw what they did with Brett Favre. They shipped him all the way to New York, to the Jets. And he had to play a year out there, and then he was able to come back this way and play against us. I say this way as if he's coming out to California. But, no, he went to, you know, to Minnesota. And he got his revenge. He definitely was balling out over there. Um, so I don't see Green Bay keeping him, you know, keeping Aaron Rodgers, letting him go anywhere close. So you have to be an AFC team, giving up some capital. Either way, we benefit tremendously. We get rid of Aaron Rodgers, that huge contract. We get on Jordan Love with his rookie contract, freeze up some money, get draft picks. When you drafted Jordan Love, you drafted Jordan Love because you planned on moving on. You may not have planned on moving on this early, but you planned on moving on. So you you made your decision. You made your bed. Now you, now we got to rest in it. It is what it is. Um, let's go ahead. 
chop the dead weight, move on forward, pick up these draft picks, build a super squad. I mean, if anything, if Jordan Love doesn't work out, there will be another guy on the market. And, you know, it sucks to say, but, like, even uh, Brad, uh, Sam Bradford, I would have taken him. That dude's a beast, man. Um, Sam Donald, I would have taken him. Dude's a beast, man. Like there, There's guys floating around that, you know, if we get in trouble, might be able to squeeze somebody out of somebody. You know what I'm saying? We have enough first-round picks. We'll be able to grab something. So don't be ashamed. We can let him walk. It's no big issue. Aaron Rodgers, man, we love you. We appreciate you. But with that said, it's just like any female that, or any relationship partner that's on a Watson of a relationship. You can't hold them around. It was fun while it lasted. Um, too bad it can't continue, but can't say we wish you the best because you are now going to be working with the enemy. Hey, so it's go pack go, baby. Nothing's going to change. Please subscribe. Please follow us on social media for updates or any, you know, info. If you guys have questions, I love to do a Q&A. You guys are more than welcome to hit me up. Ask whatever you want. Put your little input, your two cents. I love it. It got our value. It's got value here, man. Even if it's Bitcoin, you can cash in right here, baby. All righty. Go Pack Go. You have been listening to the Particularly Packers podcast. Please follow us on social media and please subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening. And as always, Go Pack Go.